Sunday. This makes two weeks in a row that Ryan and Hello Jessica have made it back. And we sure are glad that you made it back, because without you, we wouldn't even be doing this. But anyway, this is the Bushels and Barrels program. I am Ryan Peter. Bushels and Barrels on TikTok and Twitter is where you can find me. As usual, I'm joined by my partner in freedom. Say hello, Jessica. Hello, Jessica. How are things going? We're rocking and rolling right now. We are. We really are. It's it's Busy. a it's a Sunday, but that's just because we're busy. So yeah. you guys that are loyal listeners know that sometimes it is Saturday or Sunday before we get the podcast out instead of Friday. But uh, y'all understand, and if you don't, you need to. So. <laughs> you know, I think we should just stop saying we're busy. We say that every week. Everybody's busy. <laughs> You're exactly right. Well, but we're really like yeah. kind of we we kind of scramble around like what day is going to be best for us. So we we kind of scramble around on the weekend to say, okay, we're going to plan for this day, and that's the day that we go. So right, and it's all because we're we're busy. But right. everybody is busy. So absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, man, a lot of news this week. We'll get into it, but <laughs> lots of it. Well, just the big news, oh, the balloon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is We'll we'll discuss that. I I had a person at church the, today after uh, after mass. You know, we go down and eat donuts and everything. He turned around whenever we we're in the donut line. He goes, "I can't wait to hear what the bushels and barrels program has to say about the balloon." Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, I thought that was funny. Yeah, you just never. You know, it's like you I've said know. before. Mm-hmm. You, we just have to. Uh, bank on the fact that everybody listens even if they don't yeah. just expect yeah. that they do how many messages did you get about me kind of gasping last week about your spa experience and setting your feet up for the pedicure oh whenever <laughs> i said uh twig and i didn't say twig okay, and berries yeah, i said you yeah said, yeah you said what you said <laughs> i bet caught i me off guard <laughs> probably 10 or 15 people uh, it was like dude that was the funniest part of the whole dang mm-hmm. show I do. I did ask Ryan this morning. This is a true story. I I asked Ryan this morning if if it makes me sound like a prude to kind of gasp at something like that. But Ryan doesn't walk around talking like that all the time. So it kind of it took me off guard. Number one, we were recording. Number two, it came out of his mouth. So he said, "Yeah, it does kind of make me look like a prude." Yeah, of course it does. But that's fine. I mean, that's oh, fine. It, it's, that's what made it funny. Okay, you know, because there, there there's a there's a large number of people that listen to this podcast that yeah. are like me yeah and i know there's a large number that's like you oh yeah and so it goes together well <laughs> it did take me off guard it did it did it did yeah yeah so anyway uh did we get any emails or anything this week we anything do let me fun? go ahead and start off with a prayer if you're okay with that right now go right on are ahead. you cool with that yeah okay Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for today. Thank you for all of our blessings, the ones that we see, the ones that we haven't seen yet. We pray today that our message of your grace reaches perfect ears this week. We thank you for already fulfilling everything that we need and we want and we have in our world. Thank you for the light and the fire that you've given Ryan and I to show people your love to show people that we are normal, real humans and that we are Christians and believe in our Savior. Thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for our sins, our past, present, and future sins, so that we can accept eternal life. We give you all the glory. Amen. Amen. You know, while we're doing the prayer thing. Yeah. So I went to Mass this morning, you know. Yeah. And uh, the message was, it was a good one, but they generally always are, but... Sometimes, you know, you get that one piece of the message that it kind of resonates or kind of makes you go, huh, 
Uh-huh. So you've heard the uh, the phrase, salt of the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're talking about a really good person. It's like, yeah. man, that person is salt They're of the, the earth. salt of the earth, yeah. Or that's those people that own that business, that business is salt of the earth. Yeah. 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 Do you, have you ever stepped back and wondered what that meant? Not at all. Never. You just always knew that was a good yeah. phrase. It's a biblical phrase. Okay. Um, salt of the earth, as it was described today in the homily at church, um, salt is a a a element that's used to enhance, right? To make to make food better, add taste, right? Mm-hmm. So what Father was saying is, he said, if you're salt of the earth. You are enhancing the earth. You are making earth better. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really cool because I had never thought about that. Yeah. And then whenever I've said it a thousand times, I mean, I I, I know a lot of people I think are salted the earth. And all I meant was, well, they're good people. But I had no idea where that came from. Biblical. Or why you said it. Yeah. 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 So Mm -hmm. if you're not going to be salt of the earth, just be salt of your family or salt of your uh loved ones or salt of your friends you know Hmm. bring the best out of them Hmm. make them better i I liked it it. i like it all right sorry i like it a lot (laughs) exactly so people might be asking why i haven't gotten the form done for our scholarship yet oh okay they might be asking that question they might be i don't know they haven't okay we've only had one person be like hey can't wait for the information to come out so that i can apply um we've had people like i'm going to apply you know but uh i think they're waiting on the form and that's great here's the reason why i didn't want to post it the day after Mm -hmm. because then that would give away the surprise (laughs) (laughs) so it's kind of strategic a little bit you know that's true yeah true so anyways i'll get that done um this week jeremy from panama city said he is two weeks behind on the podcast oh is he yeah shame shame he might have been a little bit busy here the past couple weeks though (laughs) yeah i'm sure he was you know yeah so let me go through these emails real quick if you're okay with that absolutely okay alex he is um a local guy here he's emailed us before he enjoys the show but he was kind of taken back you know you discrediting all other uh higher education majors other than like technical stuff uh, it was not my intention to discredit them but i do find more value in certain ones than other ones okay so this guy has um he's already got his cdl he's gonna work he's got his i think his welding degree and is maybe working uh for uh working towards a political science degree can you tell me what people what do people do with the poli sci degree if that's where you stop i have no idea okay i i don't know i don't know of in any situation in my day-to-day life where i've ever stepped back and went man i need to find somebody with a political science degree and ask them that question Okay, but where do you go after your poli sci degree? Do you go to law school? Is that well, is well, that yeah. typically the well? You got to remember to go to law school, all you need is a four year degree from something else. Okay, and they typically and it could be go, in anything. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know, it, in this case, I, this this young man is going to law school, right? Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. I love that. That's that's a that become a lawyer. That's a trade. Mm-hmm. I support trades. 
because people need lawyers. I've needed many of them throughout my entire life for Mm -hmm. every reason you could possibly imagine. So in this situation, I would just say, you know, Alex, you would be qualified, but you need to tell us why you're going to be qualified. You have to explain those plans to us. So just to say, you know, we're ixnaying a poli sci degree. That's yeah. just because that person or Ryan in his mind is thinking, well, that person's only going to get a four year degree and then they're going to be done. Poli sci, I've always thought is one of those careers that the only people that get a poli sci degree are the type of it's like music appreciation. Really? It's like a degree in music appreciation. It's not like business 101. The only thing you're going to do with that is turn around and teach it. Yeah. Well, what the hell's the point? These degrees where the only value in them is to turn around and teach it. Yeah. There's no value in that. Yeah. You got to do something with it. To even learn about it in real life. Yeah. Right. And I'm just not a fan of political science. Yeah. I mean, we talk about politics every single show. Mm -hmm. Every one of them. I don't have a poli sci degree. Does that mean that I'm not educated on it? No. I don't, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think you need to, to have a degree to be political. Mm-hmm. Just like I don't think you have to have an economics degree to understand the economy. I don't think you have to have a business degree to understand how to run a business. But see, I think business, like a, a basic business degree, like a four-year degree in business is a joke also. Yeah. I mean, I think that you learn Sure, you learn a bunch about a different different things, but you're not specific in anything. Exactly. I mean, it's too much. It's too homogenous. When yes. I was in college, they would like all of these kids would be getting done with their four year, and they're like, "Okay, I'm going to go work for this marketing firm," or "Okay, I'm going to go do this," and they they pair it with something else to make them more marketable. But really, that person has absolutely no idea about business other than college, which I think it's, it is a lot of indoctrination. So like the reason that I'm not a real big fan of a four-year degree from a university and I got a, and this is 20 years ago, over 20 years ago that I got my degree. I, I got a degree in agribusiness economics. Okay. What's that mean? We can debate all day long what that means. Yeah. You understand uh, economics with, and it's kind of tailored towards agribusiness. Yeah. But I, I graduated that degree. I had no idea how to run a farm. I had no idea anything associated with running an actual agribusiness. I learned a couple things and some of those more specialized tailored towards ag classes, but you know, the other classes I had to take along the way, comp three, comp four, Mm-hmm. Music appreciation. That was actually a class I had to take my junior year in, in Carbondale yeah. was music yeah. appreciation. And it was all about Mozart and Beethoven and all kinds of stuff. If you like that, great. Why are we teaching that? Yeah. Why I, is paid, it? I paid for that class mm-hmm. because I had to. Because they said that's what you have to do to get this four-year degree. Mm-hmm. You know, my electives, those ones were the fun ones. Like I took a criminal justice class. Had a lot of fun in that one, mm-hmm. but I I, w- I was I engaged in that class. I engaged in the discussions and everything, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know that was a good class because it made you think. Um, I took nothing against chemistry, but I had to take one or two kind of advanced chemistry classes, and I didn't do very well. And I might think I had a C or a B in it, but yeah, I mean. It's stuff that I never use. I knew I wasn't going to be a chemist. Mm-hmm. And anything, any chemistry that I buy to run a farm has already been figured out for me. You know, what chemistry is this herbicide? What chemistry is this insecticide? 
you know, what, how much of this chemistry can I use in one year versus that one? I, I didn't need, I didn't need to know all that stuff. That's stuff that comes with the product that you buy. So let me ask you this, Ryan, if you had been on this, let's just say that you were very interested in science, but you knew you were going to farm in the end, but then you took this chemistry class and you like excelled at it. You absolutely found passion for it. And then you decided you were going to be a chemist and then maybe some scientist in a lab somewhere instead of farming. Like, does that not give you, I, I would have known that before I got to college. But there's a lot of kids who don't know that before getting to college. Yeah, and see, now, what you just described right there is the reason it's taken a bunch of kids six, seven, and eight years to get a four-year degree. Yeah. College is the wrong place to try to figure out what you want to be when you grow up. That's that's a good point. I don't think that we have enough of that in our high school, you know, to give options to kids like what these are options you need to do or you can do or you have in our environment or ecosystem or whatever and then here's what you can do in say new york city or over in kansas or over in california there's all different kinds of things so or in texas sure so we don't have we don't have a whole lot like that i think maybe two instances i remember talking to guidance counselors when i was in high school about going on but i had no idea what i wanted to do no idea as a senior in high school you didn't Mm -mm. huh no, my dad's a veterinarian. I didn't want to go into vet med because I'm allergic to cats and I don't want to see stinky dogs all day. No, thank you. Sure. No, and that's fine. No, thanks. So like the chemistry thing you just brought up, uh-huh. I had a chemistry class, class in high school. Yeah. Didn't like it. Okay. So I knew I wasn't going to be a chemist. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't care. Well, Is some of it intriguing? Eh, yeah. Yeah. But I just... You're just not interested. I never developed a passion for it. Well, maybe the way that I think, and it's a lot more, (laughs) my thought process in college whenever we first met was a lot more liberal than what it is now. But um, I I would always just say, well, you know, those basic classes, those 101 classes are to weed out the people who aren't serious about college. But if you're not serious about college, then why are you in there? Why the hell are you there anyway? Yeah, in the first place. So um, my thoughts have changed since I've left education i'm not saying this goes for every single time Mm -hmm. not at all but i'm going to tell you right now for a person that doesn't know what they want to do Mm -hmm. whenever they're a senior and are leaving at graduating high school should i say college would be the fastest way to get your ass on the fast track to going broke that's a good point yeah if you if you go there without a goal Mm -hmm. you don't know what you know if you don't, you don't know what you want to be when you grow up. Kind. I mean, that's a that's a good way to rack up a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of debt. Have absolutely nothing, no equity in it at all, nothing or to show for it. Tens of thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe up to a hundred thousand. So, what do you say to these kids that are, or what what is your opinion on these kids that maybe aren't motivated to go to college? They they don't have any motivation to go to college. They're not really interested in anything, but they don't really have a plan either. Well, they're going to go to school, and it's going to be called the the school of hard the school knocks. of hard knocks. <laughs> Uh, unless mommy and daddy let them live in the basement until they're 40 years old, which that happens too. At that that point right there, that's the parents fault. The parents fault. Okay. Totally. Mm -hmm. And we all know basement dwelling dweebs like that, Mm -hmm. you know, spend 16 hours a day on a gaming console at 22 years old. Yeah. You know, it's like, 
dude, you, you wonder why you're broke. You don't have a girlfriend and you smoke weed. Well, because you're sitting in the basement all day long playing. I'm, I about said Mario Brothers. I'm pretty sure they don't play Mario <laughs> Brothers anymore. No. <laughs> Call of Duty used to be pretty big. Maybe that's still big. I don't even know. I don't either. But get your ass out and work. Start yeah. making money. Yeah. And with, it doesn't matter whether you're doing exactly what you want to do for the rest of your life or not. All work creates a, a some sort of dignity, a level of dignity, mm-hmm. something you can be proud of. So get out and go to work. And you know what? The wor- the best thing and the worst thing that could happen might happen at the same time. The worst thing might be the job. The best thing might be you identified something you don't want to do the rest of your You know something? I, I identified something I didn't want to do the rest of my life, my, ju- my sophomore, junior, and senior year. You know what it was? No. Roofing houses. No. Yes, I didn't. <laughs> yes, I did that all three summers. Didn't matter if it was 105 degrees. Of course, on a black roof, you know, it's 140 I'm up here just nailing shingles, ripping shingles off. You know, it's just hard labor. I'm glad I did it. I could, I think I could probably still remember how to roof our entire house if I wanted to. Yeah. I did so many of them. I'll remember that next time. Yeah. It's not going to happen. We lose some shingles. It's it's not going to (laughs) happen. But. Okay. Moving on to the next email. You ready? Go ahead. Okay. Merit. Uh, Merritt emailed. He said um, he sent a very nice email. He's from Cal- Calker Tech. Uh, I'm sorry, Calker, Kansas. C a w k e r, Kansas. Calker. Calker. Okay. okay. Um, Calker and balls. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he said one of his favorite things was hearing um, Alden in the background, and then also talking with Uppy, and then also praying on on our show. So that's yeah. wonderful to hear. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Dan from Fort Wayne emailed, wanted to know if someone who is going to school for an x-ray technician would be qualified. So that'd be like radiology. Yeah. Tech. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because that's a trade. Yes. That's an actual skill. Yeah. Kyle Volga, South Dakota. He had a very moving email about him and his wife. He was listening to one of our shows and I was talking about being pregnant with Alden and they telling me that, you know, they, they offered an abortion to me whenever something something showed up on something and everything had been fine up until that time they made me go see a high risk doctor anyways he said that there was something wrong with the the baby and um they were kind of pressured it was a very moving email and very very sad said that it broke up um you know it made relationships rocky between them and their their personal if that's family members or friends um because they kept feeling bullied and being pressured into an abortion which they did not get by their um, doctor or is it a family or everybody? By, I think everybody around okay. them that was that was doing that anyway. She ended up going into labor and um, they did lose their baby. But I'm going to tell you something right now, Kyle. The first thing that came to me whenever I was reading that was like, you chose life for your baby. You know, you chose life. And I do believe that in this in this life that we live in right now, you will be blessed for that. I don't know what that looks like for you and your your bride, but um, that's what I believe. Me too. Is going to happen or has already happened for you guys. You did the same thing we would have done. Yep. For sure. Absolutely. And I'm not yeah. saying that that we wrote the Bible. Don't get me wrong. But morally, you made the exact same decision that Jessica and I would have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And there were some complications with the pregnancy. There, it's a big story. It's a long story. Um, but I, I just wanted to shout out to Kyle. So. Right. Um, it was very moving. So. 
Denny Danny from Kansas City, Missouri. He emailed, and um, Denny, we appreciate your email. We thank you for listening. Uh, We are not taking donations and contributions to our scholarship fund at this moment. (laughs) Yeah, we got. If something if something is set up in the future, we will definitely definitely let you know. We are working on a few things in the background here for our podcast and people who want to contribute. I can't tell you how many people email during Christmas time wanting to contribute. Email, text. Calls all the above. Just we have the best listeners. Yes, every one of them. You guys have such giving hearts, just like Ryan and I. Like you guys are right on board with us. So, um, thank you for for calling in or emailing in and and letting us know that Um, or offering that. That's so kind, Ryan. He emailed, not you, not me. No, I just talked to you. Yeah, (laughs) his name is Ryan. He is taking name. he is taking private pilot lessons. He's working on his instrument rating. So you know you know what mm-hmm. that is. Yep. Be yeah. able to fly through clouds. Would he be now he's not enrolled in an actual college. Would he be eligible to Yeah. Yeah. Are you vibrating? Is it important? No. I'm sorry. I was trying to I don't know where my phone is at oh. sitting around here, so Okay. I turned it off. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, of course you're eligible. Okay. Here, here's what I would need to know. We would need to know. You know, I got my private pilot's license uh, through Sporties, which is just a, a DVD type video collection thing you you watch and then you obviously do all your studying for your written test and then you actually go fly the planes to our plane to to know how to fly it. I did it for the fun of it. I did it just because it was a challenge. I wanted to see if I could get my pilot's license. Thought it'd be kind of cool. Maybe pick up a couple chicks. <laughs> you're so weird. I mean, I'm reading this email as I as you're talking, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> the look she just gave me, folks. <laughs> like, well, what? like you're not even being serious. Flight <laughs> no, well, Schedule Pro is is what he scheduled his stuff for. Okay, I'm sure so, it's a program just yeah. like Sporties. What you I would, would want to know. You'd be more than eligible to to apply for this. Are Ryan. you going to turn in? Are, are you going to turn this into a career, or is this just for fun? If it's just for fun, I'm wanting to find something that people are going to turn what they're studying in yeah. and learning as a career, mm-hmm. as if. He might just be getting his hours and starting out and then wanting to go into com- commercial. Well, and it, like I said, just make that part of the application. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yep. Okay. But def- um, you're definitely not disqualified because we need IFR pilots. Wasn't it like two or three years ago there's a huge pilot shortage? It or- was a little bit longer than that because I was still recruiting and I would walk around asking, like I would recruit at the universities close around. So I, some, some agencies were there like Delta Southwest, they would send in some recruiters from there. And I would talk to them, talk to them about the, the shortages and the salaries and stuff. And you guys, it would cost like, I don't know, $85,000 to go to SIU and probably more today, probably more like 120 to go to SIU, graduate and have your commercial pilot's license by the time that you graduate. And then, and then only make 30 to 40,000 a year. Yeah. They starting were way out. underpaid for the crazy amount. Well, they increased that starting rate at 55 and I think actually it's a lot better right now than it, than it has yeah. been. So, um, that was back, gosh, that was when I was still working. So it's been, four or five years ago when that was all happening, but things were shifting and changing and I'm sure it looks a lot better for pilots now. Now they have the, the vaccine and the heart monitoring stuff that they've changed kind of in the background without anybody knowing. So 
Yeah. Because all the pilots were like, we're not going to get vaccinated. And they're like, well, you're going to lose your job and all this, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay, I'm going to get vaccinated. And then pilots started, you know. Yeah. Passing away suddenly. You know what's funny? I read an article about that here in the last two weeks. Yeah. About somebody that thinks now there should be three pilots in the cockpit instead of two on most flights. The article that I read, it was (laughs) the elite class only hiring pilots who are unvaccinated right now. The elite class. What's that? You know those private jets? Oh, like net jets? Yeah. yeah. We've toured one. Ryan and I jumped on a jumped on a jet one time just to look at it it was so cool they had these cashmere blankets and bows everything whatever um super fancy so i think one of those flights was what twenty five thousand dollars yeah yeah it was outrageous way expensive yeah and that was how many years ago four or five yeah yeah so anyway um but anyway dude you're eligible just tell us tell us what you're planning on doing um, Mark sent in a video. He's from Ashcombe, Illinois. Okay. Um, he actually sent in a video about the girls uh, who actually who were on the same team with Leah Thomas, and um, some of the girls that were in the same locker room as Leah Thomas. And um, it's very moving if you see any of those videos out there, surf- like surfacing on TikTok and stuff about those girls and how they felt. Like there is a man who has twigs and uh, twig and berries, and he's in the locker Got room. Got a cocker, Kansas. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so they felt extremely uncomfortable, but nobody cared how these women felt in their own locker room in their own sport, um, being violated. I mean, completely violated. Just imagine. Uh, that's ugh. well, nobody that had the power to do anything cared. Yeah. It's everybody that didn't have the yeah. power to do anything, like us, is sitting there. You know, mm-hmm. this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. So, um, these emails are kind of going a little bit longer. Do you want me to continue? Because I have two. It's a lot longer than what I expected. Okay. So I've got two more. Um, this guy named Well Luke emailed. He said he agrees with you on Demar stuff, but he still thinks the NFL sent in an actor that day that he supposedly attended the game. Uh, you know, and see that's that's <laughs> so, that right there is the part that I can't explain. I yeah, said that. I, I yeah. don't understand yeah. why that was the way mm-hmm. that it was, but whatever. Yeah. So Colin is uh don't know where he's from off the top. Um Canada. Uh says our podcast had touched him deeply. This message is circumstances of conception do not determine the worth of my existence. I was driving while listening to the gentleman tell a story about being a product of rape and having a mother who was given the courage to first of all survive, secondly carry the child to full term, and thirdly give the baby up for adoption, and I bawled through the whole story. My wife and I have been married close to 40 years, and we are blessed with five children, now eagerly awaiting our ninth grandbaby. Congratulations, by the way, Colin. Um, My wife was adopted out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. She came from teenage mom and her mom had the courage to carry her full term and the wisdom to allow this organization to find Christian parents to raise her up. Her adoptive parents fought hard to get her. They had several miscarriages and adoption was a gift they could pursue. We live in Canada and so the paperwork to get the border clearance can be tough. They had to jump through hoops to get her. Travel to Ottawa and back to Michigan was all a part of the plan. God had his hand 
on my wife's life since she was conceived, and here we are 60 years later, still part of the plan, celebrating close to 40 years of marriage, five children, and a bunch of grandbabies. I think about what would have happened if my wife's birth mother had made that, quote, abortion decision. Very scary. God had a plan. Thanks for bringing that story forward. It has really touched me, and I needed a reminder of how great God, of how great a God we serve and that he is in charge all the time. Glad you had um, a good holiday. God bless y'all. So thank you, Colin. Uh, that was very moving. It was... Um, that, was a, that was a good one. <clears throat> yes. That was a really good one. I think that just shows testament that people do, like, <laughs> in the real world, like, it does matter. It does. It does matter. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's also a... I mean, that, that whole email right there signifies why we need to have faith in God mm-hmm. and God's, God's going to take care of this. God never said it'd be easy, but he's going to take care of it. And look at what has happened. Look at all the life that was spawned because of one moral decision, right? All the life that has been given because of that mama, because of that mm-hmm. one moral decision. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So the next one I'm going to read to you, and this is a blind react. You have not heard it. I have not sent it to you. We received it two days ago, and I'm like, oh, that's such a good question for Ryan. So I'm going to read it, and then I have a soundbite I also want to have you play. Okay. You cool with that? I'm cool with that. All right. Jeff. Where's Jeff from? Karuna, Michigan. Michigan, okay. Is that? Okay. Hello, we enjoy your podcast. I am on the school board for a school district we live in, Karuna, Michigan. We are currently writing a policy about transgenders using different bathrooms. Our schools have both boys' and girls' bathrooms along with private bathrooms. There is a group of parents that think that children are being discriminated against if they have to use the bathroom assigned to them by their sex, not the gender they prefer to use or have to use one of the private bathrooms. The policy we are writing generally states that the student, in parentheses, depending on the age of the student, 18 or older, in parentheses, or parents have to have their birth certificate legally changed with the state that they were born in. After that, we would allow them to use the bathroom of the sex that is on the new birth certificate. This person would use the bathroom of their new sex. They would have to be alone in the bathroom if they chose a public bathroom. This also goes for the locker rooms they have. They would have to change before or after the rest of the team. The ACLU has stepped in and said that they have an issue with the policy. First problem is they still feel they feel it is still discriminatory. The second problem is the cost and the time spent trying to get the government to change the birth certificate. In Michigan, it will take a few hundred dollars and a minimum of six weeks to get their certificate changed. Some southern states are very difficult to get this changed, and some countries won't change birth certificates. Sorry for the long email, but I was curious if your school board had a policy regarding transgender and how your school handled the issue. Thanks for your time, Jeff. We appreciate your email. This is so good. Because this is real life. I don't think, do we have a transgender policy? Not no, not, what, not that I know of. Yeah. Um, first question. So the, there's a men's bathroom, a women's bathroom, and then a quote unquote public bathroom. I'd tell them all to shove it up our ass right there. 
yeah. you have a place to go. And I like the idea that if you're going to be a boy, but you're going to identify as a girl, you can get your birth certificate changed and at that, and then present it back to the school says you are a girl. That makes it even hard. That makes it a little bit, it makes it another step um, for them to be able to use the women's rest. I, I'm just telling you right now, if I had a daughter and somebody's son did that, I'm throwing a fit. Yeah. I'm just throwing a fit. You know, all the conservative families in that school Here. district need to get together and throw a fit and Here's, say, absolutely not. Let me let me tell you the Ryan Peter transgender policy. You are less than one, I mean, point zero 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 one percent of the population. Right. You're not going to control the rest of us. Right. If you don't like the fact that your birth certificate says you're a boy, don't give a damn what you call yourself. If you don't like the fact that your birth certificate says you're a boy, so you're going into the boys' restroom. Then go find another school. Then go get homeschooled. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, but stop shoving this shit. And then the, the money. Some parents are bitching it might cost a couple hundred bucks to change a birth certificate. Well, how effing much money do you think it's going to cost to start building all these different bathrooms everywhere? Mm -hmm. That is not my responsibility as a taxpayer to pay for a spare bathroom for somebody that on Monday is a boy and on Tuesday is a girl. That's a great point. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that all of this stuff, and maybe Michigan State is, you know, their state funding is saying you guys have to put in a transgender policy. I don't know why they would have to do that. Um, maybe they're getting pressure from like two or three parents. Don't know why. But I guarantee you, you have more conservative parents in your school district than what you do these trans parents do. Totally. So... If you want to start that argument, you could start that argument with your district, but, um, and it would be easy to find out those people. I, I so. don't think that we have a trans policy. If we do, it's never been brought in front of the board, at, at least not, not to me anyway. They might know better, <laughs> but if they did, that's exactly what I'd tell them. No, we're not going to play this game. I'm mm -hmm. not. And you bring on the ACLU. I, I, I don't care. We can get lawyers too. Yeah. And I've got way more people on my side than you've got on yours. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you treat anybody that's a transgender with disrespect or be mean to them or anything like that. But the day that they start to pull this shit on me, that's whenever you could say, shove it up your ass. Mm -hmm. If you want to make yourself look like a fool in private, you go right on ahead. Yeah. But you're not going to use my taxpayer money, my taxpayer funds that I, as a school board member, am in charge of distri distributing. You're not going to, I'm not going to vote to use that money to build you whatever kind of bathroom you want. Not only that, you made such a good point when you were talking about all the, like all the other children. This affects all the other children. Yes. Yuck. And we, we wonder why just society just seems like it's so broke. It's because used to be, we ignored these freaks because that's what they are. Fruitcakes, nut jobs. We ignored them. Of course, back in the day, it was okay to make fun of them, which changed a lot of minds. You know, I remember whenever I was in school, people would make fun of me for certain things. And by God, I wouldn't do that anymore. I got made fun of because I talked about farming too much. I remember that in grade school. <laughs> I, I'll never forget oh, it. Shoot. I'll never forget it. People made fun of me because all I yeah. wanted to talk about was farming and tractors. And mind you, most of the people in my class, they weren't from farms. Yeah. I had no idea. So they just started making fun of me for being 
the hayseed hick that maybe mm-hmm. I a little bit was. Mm-hmm. But you know what it made me do? Stop talking about farming. Mm. <laughs> I mean, you could use the same difference here. These kids aren't, these kids, a nine-year-old kid doesn't feel anything about gender. A nine-year-old kid that thinks they feel something about gender is being told that somewhere Mm -hmm. by an adult. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, I don't know. We're giving these damn kids way too much power. It's like the voting thing. You remember a few weeks ago, we was talking about Boston and they're thinking about letting kids down to 16-year-olds vote. Yeah. Let me put that into contrast. An 18-year-old can get a CDL driver's license, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're in Illinois, at 18 years old, you can get your CDL. But you can't drive across state lines until you're 21. Let Let me tell you how stupid this is. We are 300 miles south of Chicago. That's where we live. And we are well out in the middle of nowhere. We're in the country. I mean, I'm looking out the windows right now. I don't see one single house. It's all farm fields. My son, when he turns 18, can get legally his CDL and burn up any road right around here. In a semi. In a semi that he wants. Also, legally, he can drive 300 miles in a semi to downtown Chicago. Go pull that son of a bitch up on Michigan Avenue right in front of Louis Vuitton. (laughs) Take all those congested freeways, tollways, all the congestion, I mean, the dangerous traffic that would present for an 18-year-old in a semi, he can legally do it because it's in Illinois. But you know what he can't do? He can't go 10 miles to the east and haul my load of grain to another podunk little town to unload it because it's in Indiana. Who makes this shit up? (laughs) People that that don't live in the real world. So an 18-year-old can't drive a semi through rural areas across state lines. But a 16-year-old can vote? Give me a break. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Would you mind? So I, after reading your email, and and I'm like, oh, I'm going to pose that to Ryan, get his blind react to it. Would you mind to play that clip of, of Donald Trump's sure. education and what he has planned? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, Listen to this. Listen. very. It's kind of long. It might be two minutes long, but it's kind of long. It's a good one. It's good. Donald Trump has our back. The left-wing gender insanity being pushed on our children is an act of child abuse. Very simple. Here's my plan to stop the chemical, physical, and emotional mutilation of our youth. On day one, I will revoke Joe Biden's cruel policies on so-called gender-affirming care. Ridiculous. A process that includes giving kids puberty blockers, mutating their physical appearance, and ultimately performing surgery on minor children. Can you believe this? I will sign a new executive order instructing every federal agency to cease all programs that promote the concept of sex and gender transition at any age. I will then ask Congress to permanently stop federal taxpayer dollars from being used to promote or pay for these procedures and pass a law prohibiting child sexual mutilation in all 50 states. It'll go very quickly. I will declare that any hospital or healthcare provider that participates in the chemical or physical mutilation of minor youth will no longer meet federal health and safety standards for Medicaid and Medicare and will be terminated from the program immediately. Furthermore, I will support 
the creation of a private right of action for victims to sue doctors who have unforgivably performed these procedures on minor children. The Department of Justice will investigate Big Pharma and the big hospital networks to determine whether they have deliberately covered up horrific long-term side effects of sex transitions in order to get rich at the expense of vulnerable patients, in this case, very vulnerable. We will also investigate whether Big Pharma or others have illegally marketed hormones and puberty blockers, which are in no way licensed or approved for this use. My Department of Education will inform states and school districts that if any teacher or school official suggests to a child that they could be trapped in the wrong body, they will be faced with severe consequences, including potential civil rights violations for sex discrimination and the elimination of federal funding. As part of our new credentialing body for teachers, we will promote positive education about the nuclear family, the roles of mothers and fathers, and celebrating rather than erasing the things that make men and women different and unique. I will ask Congress to pass a bill establishing that the only genders recognized by the United States government are male and female, and they are assigned at birth. The bill will also make clear that Title IX prohibits men from participating in women's sports, and we will protect the rights of parents from being forced to allow their minor child to assume a gender which is new and an identity without the parent's consent. The identity will not be new, and it will not be without parental consent. No serious country should be telling its children that they were born with the wrong gender, a concept that was never heard of in all of human history. Nobody's ever heard of this, what's happening today. It was all when the radical left invented it just a few years ago. Under my leadership, this madness will end. Thank you. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's... <laughs> I know people will because there are idiot liberals out there, but how do you argue with that? And, you know, if you just do about a lot of the stuff that he just said, if you let all that play out, I mean, mm-hmm. he got it. He dove into the nuclear family. Mm-hmm. He dove into let's just go back to teaching the differences between men and women and how good that is. Yeah. The good things about it. You start doing that. If you did that and you did it for 20 years in a row, society would start healing itself. I'm I, I'm a firm believer of that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I really am. But so uh, for you, never Trumpers out there who just listen to this. Is your candidate saying that? Is your candidate standing up for common sense, just like Donald Trump just stood up for common sense? I realize Donald Trump has said some really stupid shit before. Mm-hmm. He's tweeted some really stupid shit. How do you argue with that? Nikki Haley, where you at? You believe in this? Sounds like you're going to run for president. How about you, Pompeo? I don't see Mike Pompeo coming out and saying something bold like that. It is it is extremely bold, and I agree with and see if everything would come to light and actually go forward. And and something that you cannot debate on is Donald Trump's history and what he did. He said he was going to do, and he put it in place, and he put it in place fast. It did not take him eight years to do it. He did it in the first two, and then we saw that in the last two and he did it with both the house and the senate working against, against him. him yeah 
Paul yeah. Ryan. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Jack well, Ryan. and about build the wall, people are going to say, well, he didn't build the wall. Well, you know what? If he didn't have people like Paul Ryan going against him, uh, his own party going against they him, could have had that it would have already been done. Heartbeat. Yeah. Heartbeat. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. He got done so, what he got done. Yeah. No, I thought when I heard that and, and the I saw that on TikTok, this guy was looking at, he was like, you've got to listen to this. You've got to listen to this. And it came out to be a joke. This guy is like, this, this guy's is, a huge flaming liberal. This guy says, this is the most disgusting thing I have ever heard. I can never understand why anybody would agree with any of this. Because we're normal and Just you're a fruitcake. Imagine, imagine having a thought process that says, absolutely not. I don't believe in only two genders. Like that's something mentally wrong. Something is yeah. mentally wrong. Yep. Because if they honestly, truly believe that in their brain and in their heart and in their their whole being, if you strip all the onion layers of the onions and they still believe that, there is something wrong with them. Okay. Oh, yeah. Liberalism right. is a mental disease. I'm. That's all I have for you. I can stop talking now. No. No, I enjoy, everybody <laughs> enjoys your, your, your take. But no, I'm, I'm done with the emails and all that good stuff, so. Okay. Yeah. Want to get some news? Sure. What's the biggest news this past week? The spy balloon. The spy balloon. The spy balloon. <laughs> Before I even read any news, just give me your opinion. Me? Just tell me what you think. What did you think when you first heard about it? Did you, did you hear about this two or three weeks ago? Or did you just no, hear about it this week? I just heard about it this week. And then I heard that Joe Biden said, shoot it down. And then the Pentagon denied him or whatever. I don't know. But come on. It didn't just appear over the U.S. Like they knew this thing was coming. Right? Absolutely. Okay. So, I don't know what to think of it. I don't know what kind of intel it gathered. That's what I would like to know. Like, what kind of intel did it gather? I don't know. I think we already know that. We're just not going to be told. You know. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't know how much of the actual truth we'll ever get yeah. out of any of this. I find it very interesting that it went over... I mean, it was so high, right? But it went over, like, the planes and just... Not airplanes, very, not planes, not P L A I N S. You mean planes, P L A N E? It just went, it doesn't matter. It went over both, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it went over the planes and the planes. <laughs> but it would, I mean, it just, it, it just, it was, it was the, it, the track that it went, it went from Montana down to South Carolina, Myrtle Beach area. Started in China. Oh, yeah. Went across, yeah. Uh, came mm-hmm. across the Illusion Islands up in uh, Alaska. So they didn't do anything about it in Alaska. But they knew about it in Alaska. They knew about it. And then they didn't, can't, the Canadians didn't do anything about it when it came over to them. Because there's like a lot of like um, non-populated areas, Desolate, right? desolate areas. Yeah. See, that's the question I have. Why in the hell, if you're going to shoot it, as far as I'm concerned, once it got off the East Coast, you're not, you didn't do anything to it by now. Just, well, let it keep going. Maybe Europe will let it know when it makes it. What do you think it was gathering? I, that's what I just wondered. But I, I mean, if you're going to shoot it down, why didn't we do it over Alaska in a desolate area? I mean, that, or over Canada in a desolate area? Because you got to remember, these are not sparsely popla- populated places. Nobody wants to live there because it's so damn cold. Yeah. And that that's not slamming any of you guys in Canada. I know there's a lot of farmers up there that listen to this program. But by and large... There are vast, vast, vast chunks of ground where it's nothing. Uh-huh. The perfect place to shoot this down. Yeah. Why didn't we do it then? Why did we Why? wait until it got to the 
the U.S. border. Yeah. And when I say U.S. border of the continuous 49 or 40, uh, 50 state, 48 states, why in the hell did we let it get that far and then traverse through the rest of the country? And then once it did, why in the hell did we shoot it down? Right. Like well, it doesn't what's the make point any- at that point? If this thing is gathering some kind of intelligence, that's done now. Too late. <laughs> send the son of a bitch on over to it Africa doesn't... or over to Europe or wherever the hell it was going to go. And by the way, my opinion, they said, oh, that thing's just in the jet stream and it's fl- bullshit. China was controlling that thing. There is no way in hell the jet stream just so happened to line up above all these military installations from mm-hmm. Montana down mm-hmm. through Wyoming mm-hmm. on across central Missouri, which I, I can't remember what base it is. There's a pretty good size uh, uh, Air Force. I think it's Air Force in central Missouri. I think. Mm. I have to ask Jer- Jeremy from Panama City that. Mm. I mean, just, but why? I don't know. And it, here's the question I pose. So the the Chinese come out and they say, this is our weather balloon. We have this weather balloon. Weather. And it's ours. And we take full responsibility of this weather balloon. We don't have control of it. Right? That's what they say. Yeah. That's, right? Yeah, that's what they're saying. It's a. It was a... So our entire society has been like, it's China. And you don't trust the Chinese (laughs) and they're trying to take over our country. So you can't believe anything they say. So now they're claiming like ownership of this balloon. And I believe what they have to say. And suddenly we're supposed to believe it, that it's just a weather balloon. Yeah. So I have all kinds of questions. I mean, I don't believe a word they say when it came to COVID. Yeah. Do you? No. So uh, why do I suddenly need to take your word for it? It's just a a rogue meteorological balloon that just kind of went the wrong way. I don't know. Whatever. Okay, well, then explain the one one over uh, South America right now. (laughs) So how's that one I think there's so many out there that we don't know about. This one is just, I don't know why this one made headline news. It's the first one that actually came across the continental United States. I doubt that. I think there's been more. Okay. I bet there's been more, but if that it we is, don't know about. This is the first one that we found. If 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 there has been, this was the first one. I know that I was sound spotted. I know I sound like a tinfoil person. Ryan gives me this look, and like it, it's a look in his eyes. He's just like, eh, you're off base. I, I don't know. Sister. I don't know. I'm not going to say you're <laughs> off base. I don't know. This this could, you know. And here's the other thing. It's pretty interesting this balloon did this. And it was, I'm thinking the skies were clear almost the whole way that it went. Right? Okay. Because, I mean, that thing would be worthless above clouds. Yeah. Right? Well, I don't know. It depends on what it's collecting. Maybe it's trying to collect radio signals or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Because, you know. Population signals or population in areas. Like, does it have like a infrared reader on it would it reach all the way in all honesty for just if it's doing line of sight type stuff you could get all that shit on google maps satellites already do it then what were they gathering that's what i don't know do they have some and i don't think that's i don't think that's anything anybody has said is they have a magnet up there that's like a special magnet that's like a magnet i don't know what the hell would a magnet have you ever heard i don't know 
I don't know. Why do you? There was a lot. All of, right. What have you been reading? No, 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 no. This is. I'm just making a silly <laughs> comment about a magnet. I don't know. Did they have a special magnet up there? I'm not sure. And if they did, who cares? Yeah. Like, what are they doing with that magnet? <laughs> I don't know. Does Trying it, to catch a plane. Uh, oh yeah. See what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea. But, uh, it's it's just weird. The whole thing is weird to well, me. But then you have people saying, "Well, once it hit Montana's northern border, uh, it should have been shot down." I disagree with that. Should have been shot down a long time. Damn ago. right. Long Damn right. I, in all honesty, I kind of disagree with them shooting it down when they did. Why? Because who cares at that? I wonder how much it costs to shoot that stupid thing out of the out of mm-hmm. the sky. How many jets they have it flying at it? Oh for? my gosh! And then well, and then they had to shut down that airspace around mm-hmm. Myrtle Beach. Yep. You know what's, we got what's the in. point at that point that the timing i'm not saying shooting it down would have been a bad idea how about we should have done it whenever it was over alaska how about we should have done it whenever mm-hmm. it was over a barren uh uh area of canada once it hit the united states i don't know necessarily that that would have been a good idea who there's been so many commentators saying this is just america's reaction to everything now especially regarding china we're just not going to react. You can do whatever you want to to our airspace. We will not react because Well, that's that's kind of in this story that I've got. Okay. Here. Tell me more about that. You want me to go into the story? Well, real quick. Okay. I don't think it was a bad idea not to shoot it down over the 48 states. You got a missile up there going Mach 3 to take that damn thing out. Hard telling where it's going to land eventually. You know? I mean, wouldn't that be the shits? Me and you just sitting here in the house and in the backyard. Here, here just lands a missile mm-hmm. because it it took a balloon out that was five hundred miles away from us. That's and I don't true. know one hundred percent how all this stuff works. Yeah, but once a missile hits its target, I don't know that that. And that would have been a pretty soft target. I would have thought. Is it still controllable? Mm-hmm. I mean, can I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about it. But what I do know is the potential for civilian casualties damage whatever is a hell of a lot higher over the united states than what it would have been over canada or over a a desolate region of alaska but then what do we do once it's off the east coast we shoot it down yeah that doesn't make any sense come on yeah i do have a question go ahead the state of the union is on tuesday right yeah i was thinking about giving another one this year okay we could we could do that as long as you don't sound like Sean Hannity, I'm okay with that. No, you remember no. I did mine on TikTok last year? Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> did yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And I don't know that. The I State of the that. Union is on Tuesday. You know, whenever we see our, our air forcemen and, and they get up in the sky, you know, air shows are amazing just because of the sounds, the, the thunderous, the energy that you feel inside of your body and everything whenever these massive jets are going mm-hmm. extremely fast next to you. And you, it's just stuff you don't see every day. So... They've got this China balloon floating, 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 and then by, when was that? Yesterday? Mm -hmm. Is it Saturday? Saturday. Saturday, they shoot it down. Air Force shoots it down, right? So all these jets are flying in the air trying to, they're on a mission. They're on a mission. And then boom, it's caught on television. It's caught live on TikTok. It's probably on Instagram somewhere. Um, So all these places show, you know, American military, like, boom, we're strong. And then that gets people fired up. And then Joe Biden has something to like, woohoo, on State of the Union. I dare him to take a victory lap here. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, because everybody, yeah. when people see American fighter jets, like, and then they shoot a missile at something, you gotta, 
we haven't seen that a whole lot in our well, lifetime, it's, right? It's a it's a display of American power, yes. Right. So then these people go, Merca, you know, and they all got their feet, Merca. Yeah, we shoot at shit after it don't matter. Merca. Merca. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, you know, would that not be something that he would use to like, I don't know, boost morale? You for know, our if, country? if I were, if I were Joe Biden, and I was talking to a fellow yesterday, and I'm in agreement with this statement, if I were Joe Biden, I'd be looking at firing between ten and twenty people that had knowledge of this long before it made it to the Montana border. Hmm. And then let it turn into this. What the what the hell did these idiots think was going to happen? It was going to trans transverse the United States, the continuous forty eight states, and nobody would say anything, and nobody would be like, "Okay, well, how did this happen?" And it's not like this this stupid balloon was traveling Mach three. I think it's what sixty knots is all it was traveling. I mean, my Cessna one seventy two went faster than that. Mm. It's not. It was not moving fast. Sixty knots. That's less than sixty miles an hour. That's like 40 miles an hour. Yeah. I mean, it's moving slow. slow. The only, the, the thing that presented the biggest challenge with this thing is how high it was. Yeah. 60,000 feet. There is not much air up there. And it's hard for even our, we have aircraft that can get that high, but it's hard to fly up there. Huh. And I'm sure missiles probably don't act at 60,000 feet just exactly as they would have acted at 30. Sure. I see that. I you mean, know, that's... I think this probably um, presented a few more. I'm not going to say problems, but I will say challenges for our military to get this thing knocked out than if it was floating at 30,000 feet. Hmm. But I, 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 I don't know. That Just odd. It's just odd the way... This was all handled. It was a dang balloon. So. It was a balloon. Hey, you know the gases that like exploded out of that after it was hit by the missile? Yeah, what about them? Was that like ice crystals? You think that was ice crystals? Or do you think that was the. I have no idea. Okay. Because it's so cold up there, you know? Oh, yeah. It's very, very cold that high. You realize that balloon was almost a football field tall and over a football field wide. That's a massive, massive, Huge. which is why you could see it with the naked eye yeah. from ground oh. at 60,000 feet. I mean, that's, yeah. that's high. All those people that believe in chemtrails were like, look at all these chemtrails. These jets are leaving chemtrails in the sky. Look, it's going to get really cloudy. Yeah. <laughs> on your TikTok lives where you're watching. Yeah. We yeah. got sucked into the TikTok Jeez. lives and watched it on live. Yeah. So. And for those of you who aren't uh, aviation enthusiasts, uh, commercial airliners fly anywhere between 18,000 and basically 40,000 feet. That's where all your 747s. 777s. And most of them fly in the upper 20s to upper 30s. That's the 10,000 foot interval they're flying in. Well, this thing was like another 20 or 30,000 feet above that. So it was high, damn high. And that gives you an idea of the size. Hell, at 30,000 feet, it's hard. For, lots of times, unless there is a jet trail, it's hard to see a jet that mm-hmm, high. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so like it or hate it, we, we knocked it out, right? Mm-hmm. So from CNN this morning, <laughs> headline, China says it reserves the right to deal with similar situations after U.S. jet shoots down suspected spy balloon, they're threatening us now. Hmm. 
we reserve the right to deal with similar situations. The U.S. used force to attack our civilian unmanned airship, which is an obvious overreaction. We expressed solemn protest against this move by the U.S. side. China's defense ministry spokesman spokesperson said in a statement on Sunday afternoon local time. Well, my opinion, protest away, assholes. Mm-hmm. You just protest. Mm-hmm. You, you just take to the streets. I really don't give a shit. Protest away. You guys are the assholes that sent something across our continuous 48 states. You did. We didn't do that. What would happen if we took a balloon, launched it in Ukraine, and sent it to the southwest, or southeast, I should say? What, what would happen? You think, you think China would let our balloon float at 60,000, 80,000 feet across their territory? <laughs> no. Hell no. no. Hell no. That thing would have been gone before it even got to their border. Mm-hmm. So just protest. In my opinion, we ought to offer South America because supposedly right now there's another one down there, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever country it's over in South America, we ought, to, we ought to offer to come down there and shoot that thing down right now. Why? Show power. And in every single one of them, anytime we find one, just go shoot it down and show, show some strength, show some power. We're not going to put up with you just looking at shit. We're not even sure what you're doing. We don't really care. Mm-hmm. We, you're our adversary. We can only consider, we can only su- uh, suspect that it's probably bad. That you're probably not doing something to make the world a better place. <laughs> but China reserves the right to use necessary means to deal with similar situations, he added. China's foreign ministry had said earlier on Sunday, excuse me, China's foreign ministry had earlier on Sunday accused the U.S. of overreacting and, get this, seriously violating international practice. We violated international practice by shooting down an unmanned aircraft from China over our country. That's an international practice. International practice is sending a, a, a balloon across someone else's sovereign territory. I didn't realize that was an international practice. I don't know. Well, do you think that we spy on like the Russians or China ourselves? Of course. Do we? Do you but we try that? to do it covertly. Okay. Do we have weather balloons over their countries? I will guarantee to you, if we did, China would shoot it down. What if they didn't know about them because we're being Then it's covert. covert. <laughs> it's the same thing as what you said. This is probably not the first balloon that's ever flown across the United States, right? Mm. That means it was done covertly. Mm-hmm. Well, boom, you're busted now. We're not going to put up with it, but okay. we'll put up with it. Okay, listen. Now, Linda, listen. Go ahead. <laughs> CNN also came out and reported a scientific study saying that um, lying all the time is now a mental disorder and can now be acknowledged as a mental disorder. Okay. I'm just saying. So how are you tying that in with this balloon? CNN is your source. Just, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I, I saw basically this 
<laughs> different variations. I saw this headlines on 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 many different news outlets. Yeah, it, I just yeah. chose CNN. CNN's my favorite. I, I want these. I want you guys to know that I'm fair and I'm balanced and I look at everything. Mm-hmm. I don't just look at what's on the Christian Science Monitor and. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I, yeah. I tell you what Christian the people science. I don't like are saying, <laughs> and then I address it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christian Science Monitor, you like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. The United States believes the balloon was involved in espionage, but China has refuted this, insisting it was a civilian research vessel blown off course. Yeah, bullshit. Blown off course. Just happened to be blown across all kinds of military installations. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know what? And maybe, maybe that thing was doing 5% meteorological shit. The other 95% that it was doing may have been pretty nefarious. Just, I don't know. Just yeah. guessing. Yeah. Just guessing. So my question as a theorist, my, are you finished with the article or are you still reading some of it? No, I'm, I'm finished reading. I'm, I'm not done commentating, but you oh, go right go, ahead. No, you go no, ahead. No, 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 no. You go right on ahead. Okay. So as a, as a conspiracy theorist that, you know, most of them have came true, um, I'm that person, and I want to know. Now I've lost my train of thought. Come on, <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> About this weather balloon. Okay. Just what was happening behind the scenes and on the ground? Because we were all looking at the sky. So what was oh, going on? Look here while we're doing something over there. Exactly. Yeah. So what really happened? Like, is this a U.S. government weather balloon, and then we just shot it down just because, <laughs> just for optics? No, because China you know? owned it. They said it was theirs. Because I'm supposed to believe China. Okay, very well. Very well. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. what the heck else happened this week that we don't know about that might hit headlines here in six months? I'm not sure. We'll find out. <laughs> Do you know what I theorize about this? What? I think this was just a test. You think it was a test? Yeah. A lot of people say that. I think it was just a test, just to see how weak America truly is. I mean, the the Chinese watched us just up and leave Afghanistan, leave some of our own people behind to be shot. Mm-hmm. We've still got people behind enemy lines over there. They they watch how weak we are. And they're, they're probably, this is probably a litmus test to see for China to say, okay, well, how hot or cold is is uh, the United States? Because we're going to take over Taiwan, and if they won't even shoot down a freaking unmanned balloon that's coming into their country, <laughs> we got Taiwan. This is going to be easy. Yeah, that's what I think it was about. Okay, my theory. That's I didn't read that anywhere. I'm just common sense, just testing the water, see what our resolve is for protecting. Hmm. And if we won't even protect our mainland, which I mean, your southern border borders wide open, so why the hell not make above uh, above forty thousand feet wide open? Yeah, you know, and people saying, ah, this thing, this is a test run. Next time they're going to send a bomb or EMP or T or whatever the hell those electric mag, electromagnetic pulses. I don't know. Yeah, Alex Jones was saying that it could be holding a EMP. <sighs> I, I don't know. I <laughs> I don't listen to Alex Jones. By the way, he showed up in my Twitter feed for some reason, and I li- I clicked on the clip for like two seconds. <laughs> Well, Cody sent it to me last night because Cody is like, I was kind of wondering what Alex's take was going to be. And you know what? The the TikTok that he sent me of Alex Jones and saying, you know, this is a test run. Next time it very well could have an EMP. I don't know. He he sold it well. He didn't sound like a complete and total kook like he has before in the past. He sold it well. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would like to think that, and maybe this is just wishful thinking, but I do know some people that's in the military 
who I respect and are they're my great friends and I respect their knowledge, their brains, their 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 commitment to protecting our country. I would like to think that whenever this balloon was over Alaska, the jets that were circling it with their cameras looking at it, I would like to think they knew right then, okay, this doesn't hold an EMP. It doesn't hold any kind of weapon that they're going to drop and it's going to hurt our people. So, therefore, it's not quite as big a threat, although we are super wondering what the mm-hmm. hell it is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like it's a threat threat like to knock out power or yeah. biological warfare or something like that. Yeah, I would like to think that when the next one comes through, they'll look at this the next one the exact same way, and if they see it, they would knock it out up there. But I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. So I I was reading along Twitter the other day and it said something about this balloon and it says U.S. officials have guaranteed that they have blocked all information connection, um, information transmission or whatever. Uh, I don't know if it was transmitting back to its its motherland. (laughs) I don't know. But I don't believe that. Like I, I they put this report out there. Officials have said that they've cut off all communication. How? If you cut off all communication and it was still being steered, how, how, how did you do that? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. And then three years ago, four years ago, probably more like four or five years ago, I would have said, we have got the best hackers in the world working with us and they can figure this stuff out. They know all different kinds of languages and they can write code and they understand all the hacking that goes along with hacking. Because I'm dumb to I'm dumb to that technology in that side of the world, but um, today I I have zero confidence in our in in the military that could say that that could cut off communication with that thing. Like I don't think that we could have done it. Either, Me as an American e- citizen, either we couldn't a, do it or it just didn't happen. One of the two. I, I yeah. don't know. But yeah. you are never going to convince me that thing was just aimlessly floating across the 48 states. You're never, yeah. I will never buy it. Yeah. Never, ever. That thing was being controlled. I don't know how. I don't know. I mean, good freaking grief. 40 mile an hour. That's <laughs> slow. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. You're just, I'm, I'm not going to. Well, the, the altitude was fluctuating on it there were times they say it made it up to 120,000 feet but then would come back down to 60 60 is where it stayed at for the most part but i read a few different reports that that at certain times it's between 80 and 100 how'd that happen Hmm. i I don't know i mean i wonder if it's aimlessly floating how far off is uh and until space how close are they even to space at 120,000 feet (laughs) you're you're at the bottom of space (laughs) i mean I, I would say, I mean, I don't know where the ozone, I think that thing was above the ozone layer, but I'm not 100% sure about that. But, I mean, it was high. It was high. And I don't know where the bottom of space is versus the end of what we would call our atmosphere. But 62 miles above sea level. Is the bottom of space? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, this thing was like 12 miles above sea level. Oh, so he, it still had a ways to go yeah yeah 12 miles above well i mean that's crazy. easy figuring five thousand foot in a mile i realize it's five thousand two hundred eighty but five thousand foot in a mile <laughs> you're blowing my mind right now <laughs> <laughs> you know this off the top of your head times 12 is 60 that's sixty thousand okay. feet 
So he does this all the time, folks. <laughs> yeah, I'm real special. <laughs> all right, what's your next story? Catholic school students kicked out of Smithsonian Museum in oh. D.C. over pro-life beanies. You're kidding. Like hats. Have you not heard this? No. Well, let me read it to you. Okay. This was from Fox News. So see, we went from CNN to Fox News. Uh The Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum kicked out a dozen Catholic high school students and their chaperones for wearing beanies inscribed with pro-life messages. On January 20th, students and chaperones from Our Lady of the Rosary School, based out of Greenville, South Carolina, traveled to Washington, D.C. for the annual National March for Life. The group members were all wearing matching blue beanies with the words Rosary Pro-Life. The American Center for Law and Justice, representing the parents of some of the students involved, alleged that the museum staff mocked the students, hurled expletives at the students, and claimed the museum was a quote-unquote neutral zone where political or religious messages were not allowed. Here's what I want to know. If a black person was wearing a beanie that said BLM on it, would they be told to take it off? That's pretty mm-hmm. political. Nope. Right? Nope. Oh, well, I mean, but would they be would they be uh, kicked out? Nope. You don't think so? Do nope. you think they'd be allowed to continue to wear it? Absolutely. Or what, what about the, the vagina hats that a bunch of those feminists were wearing back in two, 2017 during the Women's March? Remember that? Mm-hmm. You think they'd be kicked out for wearing a vagina hat? Nope. But by I, and I'm with you. I bet they wouldn't either. I bet the Smithsonian would just let them. Well, that's their freedom of speech. But then you go, you walk in and 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 say you're pro life. I I don't know, Ryan. And this was in this was in D.C. or yeah, the Smithsonian. Okay. Um. I guess there's a, a few different Smithsonians around the country there are yeah because i'm See, looking I didn't it know up. that yeah like there's one in chicago um really there's like an air force one that's somewhere else okay, yeah. okay. Uh, and i didn't know that i don't know so you've always said you wanted to go to the smithsonian does this make you want to go there yeah i still do you still do even though yeah. these students were kicked out i'm gonna get a pro-life hat what <laughs> okay there you go i wonder how many people in 2016 was wearing MAGA hats through there. You know there had to have been a bunch of them. Did they get kicked out? That's political. You know, the problem here is Christian. Absolutely. You're not allowed to be a Christian in the country that was, well, formed by Christians. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's really interesting. It's really interesting, Ryan. It's really sad is what it is. Nah. DC, I think so. DC, yeah. DC is so liberal. It is. So is California. Yep. Uh oh. Just a weekly thing. 
Oh, in your what the hell is wrong with California update. From the Daily Caller, group founded by Gavin Newsom's wife teaches kids about gender roles with images from Pornhub. Did you hear that? Mm-mm. Do I need to try it again? Because I don't think it sunk in for you. No, yeah. Group founded by Gavin Newsom's wife, Gavin Newsom, Democrat, governor, California, teaches kids about gender roles with images from Pornhub. What? I knew that would sink in the second time I said it. What? Folks, for most of the you, most of you probably don't know, most of the stories that I bring to this program are a blind react for Jessica. <laughs> she doesn't know what I'm getting ready to present to you guys. Well, you go into the office, you're like, I'm doing my research. And then you just show up with, the, and you're with like, okay, stories. are you ready to roll? And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to roll. What, do you, what are we going to talk about? Yeah. You'll find out at the Exactly. The <laughs> and I'll send him emails throughout the week, but he doesn't send me his articles that he's interested in. So <laughs> I right. have no preparation. So this organization yeah. is called the Representation Project. Founded by Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom's wife, Jennifer. And they create films for middle school students, high school students, and they use sexually explicit images from Pornhub in order to teach students about gender roles and stereotypes in society. Okay. The film, The Mask You Live In, this one is for 15, this is the 15-year-old film. Okay. So this is what's being taught to your 15-year-olds in California. The film The Mask You Live In is designed to help raise a healthier generation of boys and young men by discussing how society has constructed harmful gender stereotypes, the organization's website states. The film features scenes from pornographic videos including, quote, two dirty brunettes dominated in the stables, end quote, and, quote, Girl next door manipulated and sexually dominated by kinky couple, end quote. To demonstrate how pornographic material is distributed to boys and can negatively affect relationships and sexual aggression. Okay. You know, if, if I opened up, of course, Cohen is 17 now, our son. But if I opened up his backpack when he was 15 and I saw something like this in there, I would ground him. Because I would never believe it came from school. I would think. (laughs) That's a good point. I I, I would think, I don't know who the hell you're talking to, who the hell you're talking to and sitting by on the bus, but this shit will not stand and your ass is grounded. Even if he's 17. Well, it's kind of hard to ground a 17 year old getting ready to turn 18. Yeah. I mean, I could take his truck or something. Mm -hmm. I, I, I could try. Yeah. I'm not worried about this because I didn't raise him to be this way. Right. But I, right. that's not to say that, you know, there's great parents out there who have kids that do really stupid shit because mine does too sometimes. But I mean, that's, that's honestly what I would think, right? Well, here, let's discuss the, uh, another one of these films. It's called misrepresentation, but M uh, miss is spelled M I S S. Written, written and directed by Newsom, describes how the media gives disparaging portrayals of women and girls while the curriculum seeks to shift consciousness against social inequities. I'm so sick of that. Social inequities. According to the organization's website, a video deemed age-appropriate for middle school curriculum features images of partially nude women and a naked woman doll hanging upside down. 
The curriculum for middle schoolers provides students with a 10-week plan on how to be an activist. See, what are we trying to teach these kids? Provide students with a 10-week plan on how to be an activist. Well, wait a second. I, I what? This is supposed to be teaching kids about general, gender roles, not about it being an activist, right? Mm-hmm. Organizing consumer activism and creating films about, this is the one that really pissed me off, and creating films about powerful women in non-traditional roles. Why do we need to create films about that? It's already happening. Is the effing vice president of the United States not a, a black woman? A woman? I, I don't think there's anything being misrepresented here. She's the second most powerful person in the world, and she's a woman. So, not only that, I'm pulling up this. So Ryan has changed the rules on me where I can look at this um, Chromebook. I know yeah, it's you're, owned by you're Google, sitting there with the Chromebook, but I'm looking up these articles as you reach as you read them. It kind of works out for me, so I can kind of look at exactly what you're seeing. And do you know that they charge? the public schools between $50 and $600 to stream the film and purchase the curriculum. Yeah. Depending on, depending on the course. And it's a 10 week. What did it say? It was a 10 week operation. Do you know what I sense right here? Just exactly the same thing that I sensed last week when we were talking about the ROW NYC hotel and this being nothing more than an easy way to channel taxpayer money back into the Democrat party. This is Jennifer Newsom's project mm-hmm. she's the one creating these films and selling them then using her political clout and connections aka her husband to sell them to public schools public schools get their money from where the state taxpayers yeah yeah these people they have so many of these stupid little ways to rob taxpayers rob me and you uh-huh. and get it in their coffers well, to work against us yeah because it, then all these kids are coming home and saying, well, now I'm I'm a boy mom and dad. And then the, the mom and dad are the ones that are to be made out like a clown if you live in a liberal area. Money laundering is all this is. And they don't have good curriculum. They don't have good curriculum. It's all just smut. Disgusting oh, yeah. crap. Yep. It Yuck. is. It is. Okay. I mean... I don't understand what what positive you're going to teach anybody by uh, including porn, pornographic videos of two dirty brunettes dominated in the stables. I don't even know what, what the hell that means. Yeah. Dominated in the stables. I, you want to know how much uh, money. I, this is an organization that I've heard of uh, quite a bit, but open the books.com. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're the ones who who has they have all the, the money. Well, yeah, they, they so tell if you want to look funding up any, and where it goes. Yeah, if you want to look up any, especially in Illinois, you want to dig down into into Illinois, you look at openthebooks.com. I think it's .com, yeah. But yeah. anyway, you she, hear made, some- she, Newsom has earned nearly $1.5 in film licenses and the organization has made $1.7 in sales from these documentaries since 2012. Doesn't seem like a lot of money since 2012, but I bet there's a lot more. It's out there, yeah. Just a total bullshit. It is. It's just total bullshit. Just a little bit, little bit of pocket change. Yep. Let me <laughs> infuse the hell out of your kids. That's what I'm gonna do. 
It's kind of like, I mean, this is also in a way, in a twisted way, it's kind of like Pfizer inventing mm-hmm. sicknesses so that they can hold the anecdote. Yep. Kind of like Bill Gates. Yeah. And how he created the first virus for your computer and then sold the... <laughs> <laughs> Did he really? I believe so. Yeah. I never heard that. I think it was... It was... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, he, I never heard that. He created it. And then he created, created the a, first virus yeah. for your computer and sold it. Let me look it up. To McAfee. <laughs> right. <laughs> we saw how that turned out. He's so removed from like the computer world. <laughs> you know, we only talk about him in medical sense anymore. Why? Oh, Bill Gates? I don't, I don't have know. a clue. No. no I, yeah. Yeah. You know, okay, so... Here's how fast my mind works. I'm sitting here thinking Bill Bill Gates. Now I'm thinking about him buying farm ground. I'm also thinking about Chinese buying farm ground. Where did that balloon also go? Over their farm ground. Right. Right. Sorry, squirrel. Squirrel. You know, China owns a lot of farm ground. So my mind went to, well, are they just checking out the land that they purchased? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Are they going over our nuclear centers? I don't. Well, yeah, they did that. But... Anyway, more, more. Uh, oh, it says that he did not, but. Um, he did not I, what? Invent the first computer virus? Right. But there's a lot of people who are like, why did Bill Gates create the first computer virus? So I'm just telling you, like, it is a theory out there. I cannot <laughs> prove it. And I only have Google on this little Chromebook. So. Yeah. Just FYI. Okay. All right. Go on. Next one. <laughs> Sorry. I just can't hardly believe that. That would be like Exxon going out and inventing all the solar panels because I know they're going to be a total failure, but it'll drive the price of oil up. Mm. <laughs> Did I just create a conspiracy theory? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> More news from California. From the LA Times. Inmate beats two convicted child molesters to death with a cane in prison, <gasps> officials say. Have you seen uh, that? No. Did See, he get in trouble? Well, he was already in jail for life. I mean, did he get in more trouble or was he released? Well, he was already in jail for life. I mean. Like, did they say, okay, you did a good deed? Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to make a joke here. Like, so there are some good folks in California. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. It took a minute. Yeah. Well, Kevin McCarthy's from California and he's, he's, he is handing liberals their ass still. Yeah. He he is taking no prisoners. Okay. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm so surprised. I'm so surprised. But um No, there's not much of that story that headline though. I guess uh this guy uh just beat the crap out of two child molesters and killed them right there in prison. Hmm. So hmm. Anyway, I got one more story. Disgusting people. I could have more if you want, but disgusting been rolling people. for a while. We sure have been. So uh the last story from the Daily Mail, Whoopi Goldberg. Insert laugh now. Yes. Because she is a laughable human being. Whoopi Goldberg asks if white people need to get beat up in order to see police reform after Tyree Nichols' death. But at the same time, she denies that she's inciting violence. I was going to say, I listened to that clip that she had. And it was, so are now we going to demand that white people get beat up? And then she said, immediately, she said, now I'm not saying that. Don't go out there and report that I'm saying that. Yeah. But she said, is that where we need to get to? So here, here we go. <laughs> Speaking on The View on Monday morning, Goldberg questioned whether seeing white people being beaten by officers officers would move the debate forward. I'm not suggesting that. So don't write us down and t- write this down and tell me that I, how racist i am she added she added 
Clearly, it doesn't matter if it's a white policeman or a black policeman. It's a problem with policing itself. I, if it is, I, if it's a problem with policing, Whoopi, then why did you bring race into it? Yeah. I don't get that. Because she's racist. Because she's a racist fat bitch. That's exactly oh, what she is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If that's how you feel about her. I, sure. That is exactly how I feel about her. Okay. But did you see the video of this Tyree getting beat? No, I don't think so. It was horrific. Oh, I did. I saw two different angles. I saw one guy, he had gotten the pepper spray out. I accidentally sprayed himself, I think. And then the other time were, was when they were trying to hold the guy down. Or I watched the whole thing from dragging his ass out of the car. Mm. He was not. See, I didn't see that part. He was not fighting back. He was asking questions, but he, is, he was not doing what I would call fighting back. It's whenever they kept telling him to lay on the ground. And he's like, dude, I am on the ground. One, one officer says, put your hands behind your back. The other one says, put your hands on your stomach. So no matter what he could do, he was wrong. But he's like, he, he was not fighting back necessarily at all. Mm-hmm. Like not really putting up a big struggle. I could tell what I could see is these thug ass police officers wrestling his ass around and causing him a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Well, then he got tased for whatever reason. I don't know. He was already on the ground. And then once he got tased, he got up and ran. Because you could tell, like, at that point, he's like, I'm going to get killed. I'm not doing anything. So he got up and he ran. And then naturally, the police caught back up with him. And that's when they just beat the living shit out of this poor guy. Poor guy? Yeah, poor guy. I feel sorry for him. He didn't deserve to die like that. He didn't. I'm not saying he did. But people like Whoopi Goldberg and any of you stupid-ass liberals that say this, that the police are bad. No. This is, this is what, what we saw right there is not a policing problem. It's a societal problem. It's, it's society not caring about life. I mean, th- these, were, these were bad people. These five cops were bad people dressed up as good people. That, that that's not the police's problem that's that's a society problem these people doing bad things they, do we know why he got pulled over why he was being stopped i i don't have any idea yeah i so, I, I don't know why he got pulled over yeah but he was pretty damn cooperative well and in the video that i saw he was not cooperative at all and um, really he was resisting police yes when he got pulled over yeah before he got out of the car no, it was whenever he was out of the car and they were telling him to put his hands behind his back and he was not abiding. Yeah, because one cop said, put your hands behind your back. No. The other one said, put your hands on your stomach. Well, this is when he was standing up. So he wasn't on his gr- on the ground or anything. He was standing up and he was standing right there. It's like they would not arrest. And he was resisting arrest. Like he was, he would squirm an arm out or he was, I don't know if he was high or on anything, but his, like, I, I don't think I saw the video that you saw. And this is what I, this is why I just wait to make any kind of like, hmm, personal decision. I'm just going to wait, wait it out because I just don't know what I'm seeing is actually truth. And and I know that that sounds a little bit conspiracy. No, in that, itself, there's nothing but, wrong with that. But, waiting to make a comment. But at the same time, like I, you saw one, one angle. I saw another angle exactly. and the guy was totally resisting arrest in my, in my viewpoint in the video the that I saw. saw. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's interesting then because you now, saw one version of evidence and i saw another mm-hmm. yeah because the one i saw i didn't think 
the man was doing anything yeah. horribly bad. Yeah. And I think this whole racist thing will go away if these people like Whoopi Goldberg would just get fired for saying all the racist things that they say. Whoopi Goldberg has no place <laughs> in Hollywood. No, no place. No. She's, a, yeah, she's a... She is... Dried up actress. She's... <laughs> yeah. That has That's a big... I mean, she's got a big voice and I used to love her as a child, like in some of her movies and stuff, but um, then as I got in a, as an adult, like, no way. Uh-uh. Yep. I don't watch The View, never have, yeah. and never will. But that's whenever, I mean, there was a shift in, in something that happened in our society that said, oh, well, we, we're we on board with everything that Hollywood is on board with. And we're on board with all these, you know, popular sports athletes and all that. We don't care. No, we enjoy your profession, whether that's acting or that's yeah. playing a game. Or don't, playing we music. Don't, we don't want to know your yep. political affiliation or your that. viewpoints. We, you know, I, that's so. a great point. Because if I had to choose what I'm going to watch or listen to based on somebody's politics, yeah, I wouldn't have much music on my iPhone. Right. And I wouldn't, there wouldn't probably be hardly any movies that I like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know. So, I'm, well, we like Yellowstone. Uh-huh. Kevin Costner's not exactly, he didn't think exactly the way I think. Yep. I'm not even close to exactly. Nope. But he's a great actor. I, I love He the, is a great actor. I love the job yep. he does. Yep. And it's fun watching him be a conservative on Yellowstone. All right. <laughs> like, we can actually like you right now. We like this. <laughs> but, I, you know, that's the thing, though. It's like, I'm sure most of the musicians that I listen to, be them rock, some countries pretty conservative guys, but... I don't agree with a lot of what they say, but I like their music. And if I'm going to base what I like and don't like only on your politics, number one, I'm not going to have a whole lot of friends and I'm not going to have a whole lot of entertainment. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when it shifted, but it did. Yeah. We don't care. We still don't care. We just wish you'd all shut up, do your profession so that we can pay for the services that we enjoy to watch. That's right. And that's it. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> and that's it. So, um, I, I had, what a great week I've had with some, with some friends. So I, um, it just helped me, helped me to remember that I'm thanking God every day that I have the conservative women in my life and the people with different viewpoints. I love them also, even though we're not, you know, founded in the same way. So I hope that, yeah. I hope that everybody is, is if you're needing that in your life, I hope you're praying for that and, and getting that because yep. it is pretty stinking awesome. Yep. Yeah. And just be careful what you put in front of your kids' faces. Yeah. Because that's Especially scary. if you're in California. Check their backpack regularly for Pornhub. That's issued by the uh, school. Yeah. That's. That's pathetic. Blows my mind. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It is disgusting. But well, I think we're going to be done. Think what we're do finished up? Yeah. Yeah. I got stuff to do. It's actually sunny outside. It's a beautiful day here. Just windy, but still it's sunny. So. Mm-hmm. Might go outside and play. So anyway, going once. One going more twice. comment. Okay, there we One go. One more comment. Okay, sorry. I had something on my mind. I couldn't I couldn't get it out just a minute ago. You know, last week we were talking about the teacher or the the PTO lady who had went to um she had been denied volunteering privileges fans. because she had an OnlyFans. It only makes more sense to me that some woman some wife found out that their husband had been viewing her page. <laughs> I, I, I will swear you know, you're right. that is what happened. 
And as the more and more I thought about that, that's what happened. And she got that lady kicked off the PTO or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Somebody told me this week that they were so surprised that you and I were on her side. The lady? Yeah, the the OnlyFans lady. Oh, like, yeah. Once again, I'm not condoning what she's doing. Exactly. I'm not saying that's a noble thing to do. I'm yeah. not saying there's any class associated being on OnlyFans. None yep. at all. Yep. Nothing I'd ever teach any of my kids. Yeah. Or yours. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a volunteer position. She's not bringing that to work with her. Right. She's doing it on her private time. I hope None of my business. Yeah. None of my business. And I, I could have made a better analogy. And and I think I said something like, it, it would be the same if it was a different political party and you hired that person yeah. and you didn't agree with their beliefs or whatever. And you said, absolutely not. You don't agree with my beliefs. So you can't be a better analogy for me if I would have said something like, if if it is a lawyer... This person is a lawyer, and actually their job is to defend child molesters or pedophiles. That's their job. They defend pedophiles, and yeah. they're an attorney. It would be the same exact thing. Why would it matter? No. No, if that person, just because that person has a has an attorney as their title Jeffrey or whatever. Jeffrey Epstein's attorney. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah. And that's saying, because you're Jeffrey Epstein's attorney, you cannot be a volunteer at our school. Yeah. And that wouldn't be fair to me. To me, in my in my viewpoint. No, that's not fair. fair. That's mm-hmm. not fair. The guy's not breaking any law. Mm-hmm. This lady didn't break any law. No. Uh, it wasn't. Do I think what she's doing is extremely moral? No. But is she hurting anybody? No. She's offering a paid service mm-hmm. for a certain clientele. <laughs> Certain clientele. I mean. And do you know what? I found out people still don't know what OnlyFans are. So we might have schooled some people. Could be. So I hope we didn't lead them to the website, but I'm just like, we let them know what it was. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Okay. Better end on that note. (laughs) Keep talking. (laughs) Guys, go out and be the salt of the earth for someone this week. Do that. But anyway, Leah Thomas is still a boy. You were born an American. Don't forget to be Jesus Christ is still our savior. And we will see you next week. Thanks for being here. Adios.